0: beyond the mic with sean dylan returned on the star line by pink floyd's creative director head of innovative art studio hypnosis his memoir the prism untold rock stories from the hypnosis archive we welcome the talented aubrey powell
1: thank you pleased to meet
0: you poe let's go beyond the mic this work was started with your favorite pictures scattered on the floor from your archives How easy was it to narrow down those amazing stories from those pictures to what you cover in Through the Prism?
1: Well, interestingly enough, um, I'm very friendly with Helen Mirren, the great uh, Oscar-winning actress. And um, she had just written a memoir. And I was at a party with her. And I said, how did you start? And she said, I simply placed all around the room all the photographs that reminded me of my past. And I said, that's a good idea. So that's exactly what I did. So my studio, I got everything out, all the album cover artwork, everything, books, everything. I just laid it all around the room. And somehow it just gelled into place, exactly as she said. And I, I decided not to make the book chronological. I decided to make it a book where you could dip in and out of the chapters and make each chapter Um, A sort of little essay on its own about the interesting things that I've done in the world of rock and roll.
0: How has your friendship with Storm changed you?
1: My friendship with Storm changed me dramatically. Um, I was just a, a, a lost soul in Cambridge, just out of school. My parents lived abroad. I was footloose. And I met this guy who was two years older than me, highly intelligent, very difficult, very demanding and i thought this guy i can learn from he was a film student uh, and he was going to london and i could tell he was going places so i got a job in london and then we shared an apartment together with sid barrett the uh, co-founder of pink floyd and in a way storm became my mentor and taught me photography initially uh, certainly for the first couple of years and then we became partners in hypnosis and we moved on from there and i became the main photographer and he became the main ideas man and we worked together incredibly well
0: your photos take advantage of space light and let the personality of the target and your lens shine what's your favorite camera to shoot with today
1: i use a leica i use a monochrome leica funny funny enough which is all black and white because i've always been ever since the beginning of hypnosis A great fan of early French cinema, the the, uh, uh, cinema verite and early French photographers. Uh, Do I know Cartier-Bresson, people like that. And I just feel that in my autumn years, I'm more interested to photograph in that kind of technique than, than going back to glorious Technicolor. So that's just a personal preference.
0: I know it's like choosing a child, but as you started to spread them out, which photograph resonates Maybe good, maybe bad, maybe just differently than the others.
1: I think one of the most favorite album covers that I created was Presence for Led Zeppelin. Uh, Not only is it Jimmy Page's favorite album, by the way, but it's also one of my favorites in terms of front cover design. And the story of doing that was that I knew nothing about the music at the time and no title and jimmy said just come up with ideas and we tried to think of something which was powerful and something which everybody needed something a, a battery recharge that without it you couldn't have it and this is in a way how led zeppelin were in the mid 70s you know they were the biggest super group in the world so we thought of this black object in very very simple situations uh, everyday situations and uh, When I showed it to Jimmy, he just said, That's it. That's Led up. And that's how we are. And it worked phenomenally well. And of course, everybody's always said to me, What's that black object mean? Um, It means whatever you want it to be. Exactly. (laughs) It's a piece of surrealism, you know.
0: It's time for the Rocky Nate. Eight random questions answered with the first thing that comes to your mind. There
1: is no pressure. Best place you've ever taken a photo Morocco, Uh, Southern Morocco, the Sahara Desert. Uh, I placed uh, sixty red footballs through sand dunes, and took a photograph for a band called The Nice, and the album was called Elegy. And it was one of the first surrealist landscape pictures that Storm and I ever did. And actually, it sort of uh, it, it woke us up to the reality that a sketch on a piece of paper could turn into something very special, and that's exactly how it did. Would you rather ask for permission or for forgiveness? Oh, I'd much rather ask for permission, I think. The reason being that I've always found that I'm never a person to go forward into something asking permission beforehand. It's much better to turn up on the day and say, oh, I want to do this. Do you mind? So permission is probably more important. Aubrey, is there a place that you wanted to visit but never have? I think probably, um, oh, I think probably Alaska actually. I've never been to Alaska and I've seen some phenomenal shots right up in the north of Alaska uh, in, in those amazing mountains and, and sort of ice escapes. And I always thought this could be very a very interesting place to take pictures. And unfortunately, I've never been there. And uh, if I get an opportunity at some point, I'm sure something will turn out a bit, you know, something really interesting. I'd like to go too. also. What was your first job? My first job was actually working as a waiter at Cambridge University for a bunch of undergraduates with the most obnoxious people I've ever met, Uh, more arrogant than you can shake a stick at. And if you've ever done that job, I don't recommend it. But I needed the money, and I'd just been kicked out of school, so I had to do something. Who's the person who had the best smile? I think the person who had the best smile for me was probably Paul McCartney. I got very close to Paul in the 1970s. I toured with him. I did a book about him um, and I did a lot of album cover work for him and made a couple of films for him in the 1980s. And I think when Paul smiled and and grinned, he had a great sense of humor. Uh, You really felt it. You felt something, you know, he's he's a very special person. Uh, Somebody who almost has a a sort of incense, in an in interior sense of of what's what, and and I've always felt that uh, there was a lot of joy around him. You know, what was the first concert you ever saw live? The first concert that I ever saw was probably, um, gosh, really casting my mind back was probably Pink Floyd, actually, because I grew up with them and because we lived together. It, it was kind of going to their early concerts, which were you know set on a tiny sort of stage with a with a sheet for a black backdrop and and three or four lights flashing on the floor uh, and it was very amateur and 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 very sort of um you know unique in a way uh, but so were we and so you know i sort of fitted right in with that it, it was incredibly amateur and so were we who would you want to
0: spend your last day of your life with uh talking to bob dylan that'd be pretty
1: damn amazing How
0: about your favorite alcoholic drink?
1: Uh, I suppose whiskey. I drink whiskey every night, and I have done all my life. It's time for One
0: Big Question with Aubrey Powell, author of Through the Prism, Untold Rock Stories from the Hypnosis Archive, Beyond the Mic. Aubrey, has artwork creativity disappeared from the vinyl days? And what do you think about what is being put out musically today?
1: First of all, I think that the days of vinyl uh, album covers... You know, the great canvas, which was 24 inches by 12 inches on a double gatefold had gone. And that's very sad. I mean, I know there's a retro sort of view that, that vinyl is coming back, and it is. But the other thing about the 70s, in those Halcyon days, money was no object. Albums told in tens of millions. Consequently, if I wanted $50,000 to create an album cover, I could acquire that. What I feel is now that when I go on Spotify or anything else like that, what I see is a thumbnail picture. And and, and it's not very interesting. I think the art has gone out of it and it's very sad. But, you know, what what can you say? That's that's progress. Uh, And of course, in the 70s, we didn't have Spotify. We didn't have YouTube. We didn't have any of the advantages that we have now. So there's pros and cons. But music will always have visuals, always, because the two go hand in hand. So I'm sure there's going to be a return to that in another medium without any question. The creative days of vinyl are
0: gone. He loves the smile of Paul McCartney, and his book, Through the Prism, Untold Rock Stories from the Hypnosis Archive, is out now. We thank Aubrey Powell for taking the time to talk with us today.
1: Thank you for having me. It's very
0: kind. And that, my friends, is Beyond the Mic Shortcut.